The righteous are the ones who walk with the Lord. The righteous are the ones that are continuous moving forward in the ways of God. The Bible talks about David that he was a man after God's own heart. Some believe was that when he even when he sinned, he recognized his sin and he repented and moved forward. But notice that it says the righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. All of us here this morning, church, if we truly are following God, we will flourish like a palm tree. It's not a if, it's not that a, a maybe, it's that you will flourish like a palm tree. Now notice that palm trees required one thing and they required a lot. It's water. Water. A palm tree requires lots of water for what? For it to thrive. In the Bible, water is symbol of the Holy Spirit. Church, we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Full of the Holy Spirit. Not full of yourself, full of the Holy Spirit. We need lots of water. And one of the things that I'm noticing when I'm reading the Bible and in church, one of the things that I see is that people are getting so accustomed, they're making it a habit. That being spiritual is only Sunday morning. Being spiritual is every day. There, there's people that act spiritual here, but they act up outside. Don't stay quiet on me. This is an everyday thing, church. A palm tree needs what? Water and lots of it. Every day. Every day. That's why Paul says, be full of the Spirit every day. And, and I'm going to say this, church. I'm not criticizing nobody. I'm not criticizing nobody. We're here to push. We're here to encourage but if you want to flourish, you and I need to get full of the Spirit. We're not, church, if you really want to change, 
God can do the change. You don't want the change, God can't help you. But we need the water every day. Why? Because when a palm tree gets all the water it needs, again, it's going to what? It's going to thrive. We're going to go from glory to glory. And a palm tree symbolizes this. Lavish abundance and provision. Why? Because of your proximity, close, you're being close to God. The closer you are to God, the closer I am to God, church, there's no other way you're going to be blessed. You're going to flourish. You are going to thrive. Everything around you will begin to change. Why? Because the righteous, hear me church, it doesn't say the sinner, it doesn't say the unbeliever, it doesn't say anybody else. It says the righteous shall flourish. They're going to flourish, but you have to what? You need that water. For us to be full of the Spirit. What does flourish mean? In the Hebrew, the word flourish means to break forth. When you and I are flourishing, we will what? Break forth. I mean, you're going to see, hear me, church, you're going to see the fruit. You're going to see the evidence that you are close to God. It's not about, hear me, church, and this is one of the things. It's not about what we say. It's not about what we put or what, how I speak or how, no, it's not about, it's about the fruit. People can see it. You ain't fully nobody. People can see your fruit. I can say so many things. But my fruit says something else. So what happens? Flourishing means what? To break forth as what? As a bud. It means to bloom. Your, <laughs> there's a saying in the How's your business? It's booming. Basically, you're booming. You're blooming. You can see the blessing of the Lord. And it means to spread. The righteous shall flourish like what? Like a palm tree. And then secondly, it says, he shall what? Grow. Church, we grow. We don't get smaller. We grow. We continue to grow as believers in Jesus Christ. We grow. We grow. We mature. We don't stay spiritually. Um, I was going to say nanos, but 
We're growing. We're growing in the Lord. We are, you can see the fruit, the, the maturity in you. He says, he shall grow like what? Like a cedar in Lebanon. The cedar trees of Lebanon, let me, I'm going to tell you something, church. I'm going to tell you what it is. What are those cedar trees of Lebanon? They are known, number one, for their size. Church, as believers, we're supposed to grow. Don't, don't stay small. Go to 3X, 4X, 5X. Amen? We're growing. We, we grow. Amen? Lord have mercy. Keep me in the 2X. I know there's people like to wear, they wear a large and they want to wear a small. Come on, don't go that way. They're trying to show off them little teeny, tiny biceps. No, oh, no, 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 no. Use what you use, a large. Quit trying to fit on a small. Be real. So number one, they're known for their size. Number two, Lebanon cedars um, are known for their strength. They're strong. You're strong in the Lord. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You're strong. You're firm. Number three, they are durable. They last. They don't quit. No quitters here, church. We're durable. Amen? Why? Because we are planted. We are flourishing. We see the goodness of God all over our lives. Number four, they're beautiful. Let me tell you something, church. In Christ, when you, when you truly serve God and you're walking with God, you look beautiful. Some get ugly, talking spiritually. You're beautiful. And don't, quite, don't try to twist it either. You know what I'm talking about. You're beautiful. You're nice, you're respectful, you're loving. You don't criticize, you don't judge. You don't put people down. You don't think you're better than others. Don't stay quiet on me. When you're loving, when you love God, you fear God, and you're for Jesus, you're the light, you respect people, you treat people right. You don't put people down. You're beautiful. And lastly, you are usefulness. God will use you. God will 
use you. Also, it's a symbol of strength and prosperity once again. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those, he says, those who are what? Who are the ones who flourish like a palm tree? He says, those who are planted in the house of the Lord. You are planted. And let me put it this way, church. Let me put it this way. That word in Hebrew, there it says planted, but in Hebrew it says transplant. In other words, church, let me tell you this. It's never too late with God to do things right. To do everything what God says, not what you want. See, that's why the word it says transplant. What do people do when they buy plants? They transplant. Some, they're already there, but they just transplant. And the Bible says, what does he say? He says, those who are planted where? In the house of the Lord. Church, may God help us never to stop loving to be in the house of God. Let me say this. Right here in the house of God, this is where you get fed with the word of God. And I'm going to say something, church. If you think that you're not getting fed, why are you here? No, I'm serious. There's uh, hundreds of churches. If you say, I don't, I don't like my church. Well, I don't like the people. Why are you here? Can somebody answer me? Exactly. There, there's a reason why you're here. Number one. By the grace of God. That's number one. Number two, there's something here that, I don't know, but you're here. And number three, some don't even know why they're here. But I'm serious, like, I be proud, hey, this is where I congregate. This is where I'm planted. Like I was telling the men yesterday at the church. We need faithful, while speaking to them, we need men. In this case, we need men and women who will go long term, not short term. Faithful. Faithfulness. Now, you got to ask yourself, what, why, why do I congregate here? Is this my church or it's not? Is it or it's not? Now, you know everyone's welcome to come. But for me, for me as a shepherd, it's more important that you grow spiritually and not for you to stay the same and there's no change in you. And now, if you say, you know what, um, it's because I don't get... Like I give an example. A certain person left the church. Because why? Oh, because the sermons that the pastor preaches, they don't feed me anymore. There's nothing new that he's teaching me. Well, go somewhere else where they're going to teach you. 
And that's the thing that nowadays, you know, pastors, we don't want to. I'm, I'm speaking as a shepherd, as a pastor. And, and you, all of you, even Ephraim or Eddie, um, the rest of the pastor leader, you're never going to understand as a senior pastor. Because right now you can say, why is he, why does he, he preach this straightforward? Because I know the sheep. That's why. I know the sheep. And I'd rather for you to be blessed and flourish in a place that you think is the right place for you. Now, rebuke that spirit if you're thinking the pastor wants me to leave. No. If I want you to leave, I'll tell you. I'm not going to. I'll tell you. You know what? You're dividing the church. You're causing problems. I can't have you. With all due respect. But I'm not doing that. Because I don't see it yet. Praise the Lord. Give glory. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall what? Flourish. In the courts of our God. The house of God. This is the place of God's presence. Hear me, church. This is where believers are planted. Where they continually flourish. This is church. You have to be flourishing. I want to be alive. I want to be growing. I don't want to die. Now notice this. Notice. Some believe that this imagery right here. Could it be that it's referring to regular worship in the temple, the house of God. And this is what would happen. Hear me, church. Very important. Number one, it was a daily thing. Daily. <clears throat> it was a daily thing to be. They were in the temple. Number two, or weekly. Or feast days. In other words, church, hear me. When you get planted in a church, one way or another, you get involved. You know how many people stop getting involved? For little things that there's no need to. People stop getting involved in church. They stop. That's what I'm saying. Why did you stop? Ask yourself that question. Let's talk about it. That's the thing. Nobody wants to talk about it. 
because they know that if they talk about it, they're going to bring something up. And if they bring something up, something else is going to be brought up. They used to serve, they used to get involved. And I can name a lot of reasons, but I'm not going to do that. Don't stop. This is between you and the Lord. You're not here to please me. You're not here to please a sister or a brother. You're here to please the Lord Jesus Christ, church. And trust me, if you don't want to, somebody else will do it. But I'm asking you, why did you stop? It's not, I know it's funny for some of you, but why did you stop? I'm asking you. Why did you stop? You know why? Because you're a follower, that's why. You're a follower of man. You're not a follower of God. That's what it is. Please, people. Please them. You want to look good with them. And you know why you want to look good with them? Because nobody steps up. You're afraid to lose a person. to lose a person. That's why nobody tells nobody anything because I don't want to offend because if I do, it's not going to be my friend or, or my friend. But when you're planted and you do what's right, what's correct, the Bible says, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Did you hear that? Goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. See, we don't, we don't hurt nobody. The only one that's hurting is yourself, church. And he says, one thing I have desired. As this is Psalms 27. One thing I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. But then he says, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. What does it mean when he says, one thing I desire? What he's saying is that this is my request. This is what I demand. That's what I request. I demand is to be. I ask of the Lord is to dwell in his house. And he says to seek, which means to search, strive 
after. That's what I'm seeking. That's what I desire is to seek. I strive after. I'm searching. He says that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. But then here it is. He says to what? To behold. The beauty of the Lord. Which means what? It means to gaze. You stare intently in admiration of what God is doing in the house of God. We come with one thing, church. That is to worship God. To bless the Lord. This morning, that's what we come for. is to behold, to see his majesty. And to inquire in his temple is that you admire, you again break forth that you are in his house, that God is doing something. Says, for in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret place of his tabernacle, he shall hide me. He shall set me high upon a rock. The importance of being in the house of God, church. But then, I'm going to finish right now. Verse 14, they shall still bear fruit in old age. They shall be fresh and flourishing. Some believe or they, or they compare Moses to this, that he lived 120 years of active service. Imagine a believer in the Lord bearing fruit in an old age. In an old age, like it says in verse 14, he says, they shall be fresh and flourishing. The difference in this last word, flourishing, to the other words that says flourish, it means this word. Clearly, it says green. Prosperous. When you serve God all the days of your life, you're always going to be green. You're always going to be prospering. Green, prosperous, like Moses. Active service. But here it is, church. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. 
He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. Did you notice? In the courts. In the courts. Not outside. In the courts of God. They shall still bear fruit. They shall still. You're still. Long as you're planted, you're, you will still be bearing fruit in old age. That's why serving God is long-term. Long-term. Connecting yourself in a church should be long-term. And the Bible says you shall be fresh. I like that word. It says you shall be fresh and flourishing. It's always going to be green. Your life will be green. Your children, your kids, your job, your family, the church, everything is flourishing. That's why the topic is why some flourish when others fold. If you're not flourishing, get fold. You're not doing nothing. But when you're active, the Lord first begin to flourish. Notice in these three verses, he uses the word the first time flourish. Verse 12, verse 13, he says flourish again. But the last word, it doesn't say flourish. It says flourishing. The first two, it doesn't mention the word green in the Hebrew. The last word flourishing, it does say the word green. Why? Because it's guaranteed that when you serve God and you get planted long-term, you will be flourishing. You will see the blessing, the green, the prosperity. And may God help us to go long-term, not short-term. And you know, church, that's, that's the only reason why we don't, um, one doesn't flourish. Because we stop. Stop. Nobody can stop you. We stop. But when we are planted, will flourish. See, I don't, I don't want to stay here. I want to go over here. Flourishing. And flourishing. And flourishing. Thank you. 
Thank you for joining us for today's message at New Generation Church. For more information, visit us at ecngchurch.com.